This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline from Green Bay, the author of The Bird and the Bear from Green Bay, it's Joe Vertigan. Welcome to the show, Joe. Hey, thanks for having me on. Joe is, uh, I met Joe Tuesday night, and uh, he's a author of a new book called The Bird and the Bear. It's the racing tales of J.J. Smith and Roger Regeth. And uh, when I saw this, I certainly got my attention because growing up as a kid who used to live uh, for Midwest Racing News coming to the house on Thursdays, uh, these are two guys that were in Midwest Racing News and other racing periodicals in the 70s uh, and were just dominant drivers in short track racing in Wisconsin. And uh, Joe, tell us how this book came together. Well, basically, um, I had penned three prior books uh, on racing history in northeastern Wisconsin, um, uh, and J.J. and Roger had both been in all three of them. And, you know, as as I was thinking of an idea of a possible fourth book, I thought, you know, I, I actually could write a book uh, about those two. There's enough material. Um, they're both still alive and both in fairly good health yet where we could uh, do interviews with them, and a lot of their crew chiefs and car owners are still also around. Um, both had a very decorated, uh, or a short-lived career, I should say, in the USAC stock cars, too, uh, and they, they ran the Milwaukee Mile several times for many different car owners, but um, uh, they didn't disappoint. They are both uh, got a pretty good recollection of what happened, and for me as a kid, I grew up, I, I first saw those guys start to race at the pier in the early 70s. I was maybe four or five, and um, I've got a huge collection. You mentioned Midwest Racing News. You know, I was fortunate enough to be a columnist for them for a while, and uh, near you know, in 2000s and towards the end. And like you, I would wait every Thursday. I'd run to the mailbox when I was a kid, and I mean, I would bring that to school. You know, in the month of May and April, in the off season, when you get once a month, and I would literally read every word in there, even the classifieds, probably two, three times. And uh, I, I've got all those Midwest Racing News and Checkered Flag Racing News saved, and Actually, they provide a pretty good resource for some story ideas in the book. They certainly do, and uh, I it, it's so much fun uh, going through those old magazines. But uh, Roger Regeth, the bear, uh, my dad uh, knew Roger quite well, and uh, he was he, Roger was a big guy and uh, not 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 a guy to fool around with. I remember my father telling me uh, there was some some drunk guy in a bar who was getting in Roger's face and. And my dad kind of said, "quote unquote," uh, Roger took uh, made quick work of him. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Roger, yeah. Roger was not somebody you wanted to fool around with, and and uh, he was quite t- tenacious on the track too, wasn't he? He was, you know. In the in my first book, Life in the uh, Life in the Past Lane, you know, a history of racing in Northeast of Wisconsin from 1950 to 1980. I think I counted Roger getting into five physical altercations with five different drivers and. Uh, um, like I said, he, he 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 was the true villain. I mean, if it was just like pro wrestling, you know, J.J. Smith was the heel, or the or he was the baby face. Mm-hmm. Roger was by far the heel and the villain, and and he was a promoter's dream because 
you know, I don't know if we have enough villains in today's racing. It's become so politically correct in vanilla. Well, Roger was himself, and he, they filled the tracks like De Pere, Shano, Seymour, all traditional half-mile uh, dirt tracks in northeast of Wisconsin, the old horse tracks, and also on the pavement at WIR in Kakana. And R- Roger actually relished the role, but the truth is, off the track, and I've gotten to know Roger pretty well with all the book signings we do across the state. I've had a lot of windshield time with Roger, and the truth is, he's you get to know him. Uh, he's he's really he, he's a big teddy bear, you know. We talk more honestly. Uh, I've heard all the racing stories. We talk more. We share recipes when we go on the road to these book <laughs> signings. We do. He's a hell of a cook too. So yeah, he's a really good guy, and actually turns eighty next month. What's uh What's the best recipe you you got from Roger? Uh, he loves doing uh, barbecued ribs and pulled pork, and uh, the guy's a master at a, at, at a crock pot. And he, you know, seven up is one of his ingredients in there to keep it, you know, moist and whatnot. But yeah, sure. he's, uh, yeah, yeah, he's he he loves to cook, and he, he, you know, I I talked to him, and I, there's one recipe I'm going to try out here one of these days for pulled pork. So yeah, he's he's a, in his non-racing days, he stays busy. He plows some snow in the winter, and he's got four or five accounts to cut grass. This uh, this summer, and even hauled some cars yet for his son Roger Regas Jr., who we know as Spuds Regas. So he's he keeps himself pretty busy for darn near eighty years old. So it's uh, pretty admirable, actually. That's good stuff. Uh, this is about a hundred twenty page uh, paperback book, but one of the cool things about it is the color photos in there too. And and one one thing that you notice is just how cool those cars were back in the day. Uh, you got a shot of J.J. Smith here in a uh, Dennis Fringe in, uh, Frings uh, engineered Camaro, which is so cool, along with, uh, like, his uh, his USAC Monte Carlo that he had. And then uh, I know Bob Boyce out of Chicago, and he, he ran the house car for many years, uh, the uh, the Boyce track burner chassis cars. And one, one thing I thought of is that you brought up an interesting point in here. Back then, you could run the same car on the dirt as you could on pavement. Is that something maybe that perhaps that's missing today? Yeah, you know, dirt really became specialized uh, up by us in 81, 82. I think Lowell Bennett, a multi-time Slinger Speedway champion, he was one of the last ones to race the same car on both surfaces. And by 82, it became just too tough to do. But uh, those guys still put a lot of work into it. I mean, Roger was running four nights a week that one year. I think he won uh, 80 or 90% of the races one year at Leo Speedway in Oshkosh, a track that closed in 78, but they would knock the glass out, uh, put a screen in, they would change shocks, tires, and sway bar, just all kinds of stuff to, uh, to run Thursdays on the pavement at Kakana. Then in 74, Seymour was Fridays, Shano Saturdays, and De Pere Sundays. So actually, a couple years, it was actually five nights a week, and he was worked full-time for Les Stump Ford as a buyer. And it was just incredible the the amount of you know he had a good he had, he'll be the first to admit too that he had great crew members mm-hmm. uh, who were helping helping him out Mike Randerson who was actually Alan Kowicki's, uh crew chief for his two titles at WIR in '79 and '80 and a guy by the name of Gino Weber they were two of the best in the business in fact Roger Regas and his crew were among the first ones in the mid early to mid '70s to actually scale a race car which was a kind of a foreign concept up this way at that time but. They were among the first to do that, so they were trendsetters in their own way. Talk, talking to Joe Verdegan on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, author of the book The Bird and the Bear about J.J. Smith and Roger Regeth. And uh, what's the easiest way for them to, to, to get this book, uh, Joe? 
Well, uh, online you can get it on Amazon.com, and also there's a racing website, Mm -hmm. Um, Coastal181.com. They're out of the East Coast. They're, I believe, in Maine. They cover nothing but racing books. Or you can reach me on Facebook, uh, Joel Verdigan, V-E-R-D-E-G-A-N. We ship books out of my house. Uh, The next book signing I'll be doing will be this next Saturday at Shano Speedway 13's opener. Um, And we'll be at Seymour Speedway on Friday, uh, May 10th. And then at WIR, in the there's a pre-race party the first Thursday before the opener, and that will be on the 16th of May. So uh, reach me on Facebook. You can get them anytime you come to the races at WIR, DJ Speed Shack. He's got a souvenir trailer. Uh, lots of ways you can obtain the book. All right, Joe, thanks so much for uh, coming on the show. We look forward to maybe chatting with you again during the summer. Anytime. Give me a call. I'd love to. Okay, Joe Vert again, uh, joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, author of the book, The Bird and the Bear. Make sure you check it out at Coastal181.com, where you can also get my videos, too. Did you know that, Joe? Nice. Yeah, classic videos, uh, historic uh, racing videos from from the Milwaukee Mile. So not only you can get uh, Joe's book, but you can get a DVD of of J.J. Smith and Roger Regeth, who are also on uh, the, would be the golden, or no, the, uh, 68 to 72 USAC highlights. That's awesome. Shameless yep. plug alert. Shameless plug, yes. Uh, coming up next on the Final Inspection Show, we'll be chatting with David Land, YouTube uh, channel extraordinaire, come, and we'll talk some IndyCar racing with David coming up next on the Final Inspection Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.